Over the last two decades, I've been in an insatiable quest to learn everything I can about leadership. What makes the best leaders so good? After running companies small and large over the last 20 years, today, I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo. I'm your host, and I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this very topic and what makes the best leader so good. Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related to leading yourself and leading others. I'm John Laredo, your host. I hope you're having a fantastic May, getting ready for a great summer, great weather, sun is shining. I love it. So let's dive into today's topic. Today's going to be one of these quick little nuggets you're going to get. I've gotten lots of feedback from you. That's one of the things you love is five or 10 minute episodes. Get your fix. Leave with some actionable items. Today is certainly going to be no different. So let me talk about a topic that came up recently in a conversation. I know this pertains to so many leaders out there. Some of you know it. Some of you don't know it. And uh, unfortunately, for those of you who don't know it, that's the whole kind of crux or gist of this whole message is the importance of knowing this. Okay, what am I talking about? What I'm talking about is, is understanding really, really, really what is happening in your organization. There was a, a, a company um, I remember uh, years ago. This was actually an international company. It was not based in the U.S., but this was a company that was an insurance company that um, they had some really unscrupulous things happening in the company. They had uh, their insurance agents figured out kind of a loophole in their compensation system where they would sell a life insurance or any kind of insurance policy collect the first month's premium, tell the client that they could take the next two months off. In other words, pay month one, skip month two and three, and then pay month four. It was kind of a program that they offered. Well, in reality, that wasn't the case. What the agents figured out was a loophole where they would have the client pay the first month. They would get paid their commission. The policy would then lapse in month three, but if they paid in month four, it would automatically Uh, reinstate the policy and generate the commissions all over again. So in other words, they figured out a way to get twice the commission, double their commissions and uh, save the client, so to speak, uh, two months of premium. So many problems with this. One is the client did not actually have coverage for a period of time. It was absolutely unethical and incorrect information they were sharing with the client and they were stealing money from the company. So bottom line, major, major problems in all different directions. What happened though, this was going on for a long, long time. Now this was a large company with thousands of of agents and employees. This was going on for a long time. Now it makes you wonder, how does the company not know about that? How how do senior leaders not know that's happening when thousands of people are, are doing this and really manipulating the system for their own benefit? Well, I'll tell you, there's usually two reasons. One is there's willful negligence. I mean, there's truly, or willful uh, ignorance is truly, and uh, I just want to turn a blind eye to a problem, and I, I know something's happening, but I don't really want to know. I don't want to become aware of it or recognize that I'm aware of it. Uh, that's a major, major problem. I also, though, find that there are leaders that simply um, 
don't really have a pulse on what's going on. They stay in a certain space that does not allow them to truly understand what's going on. In other words, they are insulated by their leadership team and they are only soliciting feedback and gaining a pulse of what's going on in the organization by what these leaders are telling him or her. That's it. So think about yourself. It would be basically like you're the coach of a football team and you are uh, only getting uh, the the feedback from your coaches, uh, your offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. You're only getting information as to what's happening with the team and skills and problems and, and even sometimes to the extent of not even going to the game and just finding out from these coaches what truly is happening instead of actually watching the game and working with the players and talking to the players. I'm not sure if that analogy makes sense, but but bottom line is there's a lot of senior leaders that truly don't know what's going on in their organization because they have not taken the time to really dive deep and get an accurate pulse. So what happens, they get their opinion is formed based on either incomplete data or inaccurate and incorrect data. So if I'm asking two or three or five or 10 people what's happening in an organization that's 10,000 people, I'm going to get the perspective of these individuals. Now, if, if they, for whatever reason, are not comfortable giving me the true scoop, and telling me exactly what's happening, then I have totally incorrect information. And there's all kinds of different reasons why a leader can breed that mentality. He or she makes it really hard for somebody to give them tough, bad news or bad information. There's negative consequences for doing that. Leaders do that all the time. But I see leaders that it's almost like, you know, when you're taking off in a plane, you're taking off in bad weather. It's rainy, it's everything like that. Well, I get excited about the fact that I know once we go above the clouds, However high or low the clouds are, once we get above the clouds, it's going to actually be sunny, assuming it's a daytime flight. It's going to be sunny. The weather's going to be beautiful because the bad weather, you know, starts at the clouds. It's once we get above that, then we have nice sunny weather. And I always look forward to that. I see leaders that are kind of in using that analogy are above the clouds. They're in the sunshine. They really haven't dipped down below the cloud cover to really get a sense of what's happening. And and I see this a lot. I have I've talked to many people in different organizations where they'll tell me, "Hey, there's these issues or cultural problems or or uh ethical issues going on in in an organization." And I I say, "How how do people not know this is happening?" And that, that that's that's also the job of that leader there to lead up in the organization, but it always mystifies me sometimes certain issues. How does the senior leader, how does the CEO not know this is happening? Well, this is the problem. So my message to you is if you're gaining your information and you're trying to understand what's going on in your organization, I know some of you lead very big organizations. Uh, You lead organizations that are thousands or tens of thousands of people. And sometimes that's hard to do. You've got your team, your squad of people that you're getting your information from. It could be your head of sales. It could be your CFO. It could be your COO. It could be head of compliance. It could be your your head of uh, advertising. Whatever the case may be, your CMO, your CIO, your information is provided by certain individuals. And it's only as good as the willingness of those individuals to really, truly, number one, understand and dive deep themselves because they may be blind to the problems or the issues in the organization, 
or they may be aware of it and just not want to give you that information. I was uh, talking to a great leader, great friend of mine, Brian Chambly, who's a um, a senior leader at uh, Farm Bureau, Southern Farm Bureau, very successful leader, uh, leading uh, the state uh, of um, Louisiana. And he takes the time, even though he's got a tremendous organization, to dive deep and do skip level type of leadership and meet with agents, for example, which are there's multiple levels and layers in an organization like that. That's getting a true sense of what actually is happening in an organization. Now, Brian is better equipped to be able to make decisions uh, along with the rest of his leadership team in order based on accurate information because he's truly getting a pulse of the organization. But that wouldn't necessarily happen if he didn't dive deep and spend some time with the people that are really right at the heart of the business, right? Not just the leaders, but really going down to that level of the agents. I find leaders don't do that enough. There's tremendous thing. When I was leading organizations, I found this all the time. If I went down to the base level, whatever that is, if I talked to the advisors and the staff, and spend time with them. There were always things that I found out and learned and observed, issues, opportunities, problems, weaknesses, threats, whatever, that I would not have identified had I not done that. Okay, so as the leader, you own this, right? You own the organization and the results of the organization, good or bad. Take it upon yourself to get down from being above the clouds and go down below the cloud cover, truly understand the environment and what's happening and Good, bad, and ugly, everything. It's truly up to you. You have to understand the true scoop. So quick one again today, five minutes, nine minutes, whatever. A uh, little nugget just to get the wheels turning for you. If you're, it's a Monday and you're listening to this, which is a Monday I'm recording this, hopefully you can take this and do something this week. Don't sit on it, but ask yourself, okay, what do I need to do? Who do I need to talk to? How do I need to change my week so that I'm really getting a true pulse of what's going over uh, going on. When you do that, you will be in a much better position and a strong position to make the right decision strategically for your organization. So uh, with that said, I hope you have a great day. As always, like, share, subscribe. I always appreciate your ideas for future guests and content. Please reach out to me. Let me know what's going on in your life and go down below, give a five-star review, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader for suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching. Reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P.com. Thanks. Lead on.